0: I'm Anne Doyle, and you're listening to Pause Vibe Podcast, a podcast for HIV positive people, their friends, family and allies. We're so glad you could join us. Here are your hosts, Veda Lady, the most beautiful woman in the world, in her price range, and Robbie Lawler, the pride of the coom. Veda, what do you think of this? It's the year 2024, and it's the year of the second Immaculate Conception.
1: Wow. I like know, right? Oh, well. <laughs> Are there misconceptions about <laughs> misconception? Because it may not have been immaculate. Well well we'll have to dig into that into that a little bit. Dig deeper. all the way in. Dig, dig in. all the way in. Up to the
0: elbows. So um yes, this is a very special episode. It's our first one of 2024.
1: Yeah, we've had a couple of months off since World AIDS <laughs> Day. Uh, Last year was an amazing year for us. And I have to say, we're starting strong this year at the Pause Vibe Tribe headquarters. (laughs) Pretty strong, it
0: must be said. Joanna just dive straight in. Why is it so good this year?
1: Well, the reason we've come together today is to do an episode about this film project that we've been blessed to collaborate with, uh, Taller Stories to Make, which features 11 members of our Pause Vibe Tribe, including me. And it's artivism, it's activism, it's HIV and drag all mixed together. And it's the story of my life in 22 minutes. Um, it's camp, it's fun. And you just watched it for the first time, Robbie. So so you tell me. My mind is blown. I didn't expect it to be such an emotional
0: roller coaster because over the years, me and you have given like, I don't know, a billion talks together. And I think I have a pretty good handle of your life, the ups and the downs. So to kind of tell it so beautifully, theatrically, in twenty-two minutes, it's such just a brilliant movie. I felt sad at some point. I was laughing my brains out at the other. Um, you know, great just HIV representation. It just had it all in there. um It's better than I could have imagined, and I knew it was going to be pretty good because anything you put your little mitts on uh, turns to gold. But yeah, I was just it was very good. I It's one of those things that I want to watch again and again oh you're gonna have to yeah <laughs> great thing is it's only 22 minutes so there's not too much time involved but, it's like uh,
1: your favorite porn
0: <laughs> i know but the great thing is um i wasn't watching this on my own for the first time i was watching it with agent duggan aka teenager aka young adult Veda. you were like a few different time zones of Veda, and also the producer and director gorgeous
1: colin brady how are you getting on Right. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Thanks nice for coming for- to us. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so Colin,
2: tell us, how did this come about? Yes. Yeah, well, it started at the end of 2021, actually. So a good while back and a mutual friend of ours, Andrea, um, even earlier than that, she texted me about. She knows I'd like to make documentaries and that kind of thing. I do it as a, as a job as well, just, um, working in video. Uh, and she said you should do something on drag because i think she was doing a bit of drag herself with you at the time and i was like okay well what do i do with that subject and trying to figure it out uh and i just was i wasn't sure what to do and then i got thinking about it again i was like okay maybe just focus on one person and obviously andrea working kind of you're her drag mom i suppose oh. uh, i said is this andrea horan yeah oh yeah. okay we love you andrea um and I was like, okay, so I, I popped you a text. I got the number, pep popped you a text message, and then we met in Simon's place. Uh, we had a cup of coffee, and I, we had a chat. I kind of explained, I can't even remember what I said we were going to do, but I said, I'd love to make a, a, a short documentary about you, and you're all on board. And I think you said to me, uh, my life is an open book. <laughs> I was like, that was a good start. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, it was, It was. I just thought, okay, this is going to be, mm-hmm. this is going to be great. Um and I wasn't fully aware of the full story. It originally, it was just kind of the story of kind of becoming a drag queen and, and, all, and you know, that journey. But mm-hmm. then it ended up being so much more than that, um, as, as the film kind of shows. So that's kind of where it all began. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um- it's
0: funny. I thought you approached Beta because you had a good idea of your story. Because I'm like, this is a perfect, this could be a feature in a movie, to be honest. With you. And so you must have been like, I struck gold until I struck beta
1: essentially. And that, yeah, vice versa, mm-hmm. too. Because, again, all props to Andrea for hooking people up. She hooks up so many people. She's, like, She's a connector. But I adore her. We're very close. And she told me that you were really good people. And that was enough for me.
2: It's yeah. a learning. It's a, like It was a learning process for me because... I wouldn't want to put my own you know, lens on on something. I'd have to really I'd research and learn and meet. We had a chat in this very spot for a couple of hours and I kind of absorbed all that and I wasn't going to jump straight into something without kind of fully mm-hmm. understanding this, your style of drag as well. Like it's, it's so different to, you know, we, we kind of go through the, the eras, the cabaret, and mm-hmm. then there's, you know, we, we've all watched RuPaul's Drag Race and there's so many different styles these days. But I think the alternative style that we went with, I think I had to go with an alternative style of film to kind of complement it as well. So and then going into the the HIV journey, which I had to learn about, and that's the rewarding aspect of taking on a project or working on a project is to meet new people, to learn things. And the work you guys do is phenomenal. And this podcast is great. I've, I've listened to a good few of them in the research for this as well. And. And even learning about Adrian's story as well. It's just like incredible. It's so important. And like that conversation, because I felt the comp- conversation stopped during when I was kind of grown, maybe in the 90s. It, it, there was, it just kind of disappeared. It was like, okay, is everything okay? We're not going to talk about it anymore. And then you're kind of mm-hmm. relying on portrayals of media and film to to kind of give you that information. So yeah, it, it's, it's been just a, a, a journey for me also, but also, yeah, kind I'm I'm glad you trusted me with it as well. Uh
0: But it seemed like quite a collaborative process. Am I right in
1: saying that? Yeah. Very collaborative in all of the fun ways and in all of the annoying ways, not at all. (laughs) 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 I didn't have to worry about scheduling or budgets Mm -hmm. or, you know, legal stuff or anything like that. Yeah, just the feeling, the emotional stuff is very collaborative, I think. What feeling are we trying to create in this Mm -hmm. scene? And... Most importantly, the HIV positive representation in the casting mm-hmm. made it all very collaborative.
0: Is that something that you brought forward as an idea?
1: Yeah, I think I brought forward yeah, I straight to the table. And it started with Adrian, of course. I wanted a, someone who was HIV positive to play me in that younger adult mm-hmm. role. and I, um, And I really wanted Adrian straight mm-hmm. away. <laughs> okay he
0: is. listeners <laughs> for people who may have not heard adrian Duggan's uh, interview uh, go and listen back to it it's one of our favorite episodes although we don't pick favorites from our children <laughs> but there's just so many Eva has to- the highest ratings yeah <laughs> just saying, you're my favorite Eva. yeah and <laughs> and she was just on the tommy Tiernan. let's give her a special shout, shout out um, brilliant oh,
1: tommy Tiernan. in
0: um, but Adrian, you're also a Norse, like Aoife, right? you're going to, to at the age of 17, so it's quite interesting that you play Veda around that same age. What What were you thinking when Veda first approached you for this project? Um, gosh, well, I suppose um, me and
3: uh, Veda had just met, really, I think, and um, I just kind of started sharing my own story about my HIV journey um, and similarly, we were also sitting in Simon's place. It seems to be a lot of this happened and... It's gone now. It's gone now, <laughs> oh, I know, the best cinnamon belongs around. But yeah, I was, I was asked would I like to um, play beta in this short film? And uh, of course, I was like, yes, I'd love to. I couldn't turn anything like that down. Um, I have a habit of saying yes to things, though, and kind of not really... Realizing what i have been for. Yeah, um, that's
0: how we all got <laughs> HIV. <laughs>
3: I sat
1: him down in Simon's place where there's a poster of you and Sean, how to tell a secret oh, up yeah. behind the counter, and asked him if he wanted to be yeah. in the film. He was
0: like this could be We're you. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you totally
1: like you too, kid. Okay.
0: No. <laughs> Instead of Eddie Rocket on O'Connell Street,
1: it's Simon's place on George. I shut Street. that place
0: down. I
1: <laughs> love you, Simon. I literally. Hey, <laughs> you're really, really good. Right, Colin? You know, on screen and acting and and even just people who've seen the trailer, so many people are like, "Wow, Adrian's just so really good. I'm like, you haven't even seen the film and I'm amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Adrian, you've never acted before in your life?
3: No, never. And I never would have um, thought of doing it at all. Like, um, I'm a twin and my sister, she used to always go to these acting classes um, and she definitely was more of a charismatic child in the family. And then I kind of just took the backseat. And so, yeah, this is like a real kind of pleasant surprise for me I loved doing it it was really fun um it was it was also like challenging in the sense that like I was really pushing my own boundaries because I'm quite like a nervous shy person anyways um but yeah it was a lovely experience and I'm so glad that everyone has enjoyed like I suppose seeing me on screen and are happy with the the progress and stuff so yeah
0: I just rule I just can't get over how pissed off her twin must be that she went to drama school and you're the one in the movie. <laughs> well, maybe she's more West End and you're more maybe, LA. Babe. Maybe. <laughs> no, um, um, for people who don't not know, who does not know what Adrian looks like, you have the most beautiful bone structure, beautiful face. <laughs> And it's so funny, but you know what people often ask you, who'll play you in a movie? You know, and you always think of the most beautiful person. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you got you—you you couldn't have picked someone more perfect, more beautiful. The camera loves you, and um, so yeah, you got Adrian Duggan. I got uh, uh-huh. Vijayan. <laughs> I got. <guess>. Well, <laughs>
1: I also, Panty Bliss got you.
0: Oh yeah, I forgot. I'm also in it. I should say I'm one of the eleven. I play a young Panty Bliss, and I have to say thanks for Panty for allowing me to. Um, replicate her is probably not the right word but play her a younger her in Alternative Miss Ireland she was the judge right and she landed, she loaned us
1: the host the host she loaned us her wig and it was just so much fun filming that thing yeah and you look so great as her you both have big thick necks and (laughs) (laughs) square jaws we have bone structure (laughs) you have necks and it just (laughs) worked no i I love it and i love panty's cameo in the Mm -hmm. film her own piece is so great and important Mm -hmm. too but colin you were about to say what a natural adrian is and you are a filmmaker so i think he deserves to hear it
2: yeah yeah natural because i'm the see I kind of got when we first met you 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 weren't like this big outward actor and I knew you hadn't done it when like uh, uh acting before but you kind of gently I think the first shoot was in the George and it was just our scenes first before we brought in about 20 other drag queens and the madness that kind of followed but like and then before you went to drag yourself but yeah I think like the the first, I think it was an image from Instagram I think it was a black and white one and you are wearing this like black mm-hmm. leather jacket, was like he's got the look okay so let's see how and then people can fall apart when the cameras and people are around but you did an amazing job so good and some scenes are kind of very tricky to do as well with you know a bit of dialogue and people in it and uh even the ones on your own where you're just reliant on you um yeah well, they, you, did, you did an amazing job of it and uh yeah it was really
3: fun even like those scenes with mr pussy like she just went for it and yeah it was so much
1: fun to be a part of and like enjoying the moment. Yeah. Thank you. Let's have a moment for Mr. Pussy. Oh, yes. I think like one of my favourite memories of that whole experience was Pussy's part and Pussy being in, and it was when you were trying to direct her in oh. rehearsal. I'll never forget it as long as I live, and I was, like, smiling for days <laughs> afterwards. She had this number of lines, maybe... Five, and she turned them into fifteen <laughs> <It> <laughs> every time. And no matter where you told her to stand or what to do, she'd do this extra bits all, yeah, yeah, yeah. all the time. She a queen. Oh, she was oh. brilliant. She was amazing. Brilliant. Yeah. made me laugh it out so
0: much, in it. it was brilliant. How many cameos do we have? Like the queer community in Ireland will recognise so many faces in. Yes, right.
1: Yeah, Mary and Mary the sixth also mm-hmm. just steals the whole show, like incredible music, yeah. of course. Shout out to those girls. Mary and Mary, thank you. That scene with the children in music class is beautiful. One of my favorites and them singing "Super Marche in that kind mm-hmm. of choir style is just, I don't know, such a payoff for me on a personal level. I just
2: feel it, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I loved it. I loved them, like when people could see it, we shot it in Inchicore in an old CEIE social um, mm-hmm. social club there. And it was one of the moments where it's like, just exactly how I kind of pictured it. Um, but then Mary and Mary, we, we had to sing a song. Um, and it turned out there was copyright issues with it. So in the morning of Mary and Mary, had to like bring the guitar in with, and just basically craft the song to also teach these kids wow. that we brought in as extras and uh oh like just absolute pro so shout out to mary
1: mary lorkan mean love you yeah. Lorcan and i were in a play together called auntie ben which was about um me being this drag queen in the title role of course um, raising helping to raise my sister's kid after her relationship broke up and Lorkin was tracy who's the kid's best friend in the play and we went to the uk and did it in um, a children's theater there and we did it in a few places around ireland And this was before he had ever done any drag at all. And he, um, yeah, credits that whole experience to the beginning of his drag journey. Then, of course, COVID came along and locked him down. And that's when so many drag queens were born. Mm -hmm. It was like Gremlin Day for drag queens. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Vader, can we dig into the
0: emotion of it a little bit? Oh, I know, I know. I need a split. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I got one afterwards. I think we all probably did <laughs> one afterwards. And um, listen, the, whoever casted that young baby Vader, Oh, my God. What a little star. But... Eva um, Jane cast yeah. Eva Jane from Head yeah, to the Secret*. Jane Daphne. Yeah. What can she do? So, <laughs> it's, just, it's just incredible, oh, right? Little Freddy. Yeah. Little Freddy? Yeah. Shout out to Little Freddy. Oh, Freddy. Love you. Um... Because you go quite deep into being raised queer in very Catholic Ireland and you dig deep into how your parents raised you as a queer kid. And how was that? And I know your mum will probably watch this too. Mm -hmm. So have you had those conversations? Like how does that feel? It's a very vulnerable thing to do, I can imagine.
1: We had the conversation yesterday wow yesterday because you know it's been on my mind we've had a couple of conversations but i think we had the definitive conversation yesterday because the film's about to (laughs) (laughs) um and it's funny because when i came out about my status with um i came out one night the song i had a conversation with my mom about it before i did it to prepare her um, and protect her and then when How to Tell a Secret was about <laughs> to be released, we had a conversation about that and stuff that came up in that, that I just didn't want her feelings to be hurt by not sharing my status with her, for example, for a decade, yeah. which is, I think, a hard thing for a parent to hear. Mm-hmm. And then here we are again. And it was one of the struggles for Colin and I, I think not only really a struggle, but it's something we talked about an awful lot, probably more than, much more than the HIV, which I love, which I'm so happy about. The thing that I've been most worried about with this film is how my mom's feelings might be hurt. Not that there's any reason at all for her feelings to be hurt, but I can also see what progression that is for me personally because I have absolutely no reservations about the HIV stuff in this film, you know? And to think that for 10 years I would be crippled by the idea of somebody knowing my status and now that is the last thing that I would worry about when it comes to the film Mm -hmm. is great. And the other thing is I explained to my mom right from the start that it was my ambition to achieve as much artivism as I could with the film for the HIV positive community and to include the community as much as we could in terms of positive representation and bringing the tribe on board. And bringing the tribe on board is not just about the finished product where you can count one to 11 pause people that you know which is really fun because mm-hmm. i just did it <laughs> <laughs> but what it's really about was that experience for all of us as a tribe and the days when we we're on set together and the conversations that we're having now about going to the premiere together remind me of the early days of the pause vibe tribe like when we went to lambay island with anne doyle on a boat <laughs> where you're like You're having this uniquely amazing experience that nobody else could have. And you're only having it because of your HIV. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you took that step to come out about your HIV at that, that in itself is such a payoff. Mm -hmm. So it's a long winded answer. But I did restate all that to my mom again yesterday in a less long winded way. And she understands as a parent, she wants me to win. That's really what she wants me to win. And that's wonderful. And she also understands that I want us to win as a group and as a community. So in that way, I think she's able to suck it up. Um, and it's not Angela's ashes. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you know that thing where Posh Spice and David Beckham were talking about her dad taking her to school in a Rolls Royce? Well, as you can see in the film, we had red Mercedes. Yeah. Like, I was. I'm not crying too much for you. <laughs> I was a, a privileged kid, yeah. you know? And that, that's true, too. And my mom and I adore each other. But I think we were sensitive and very clear about the fact that that was the social norm. Mm-hmm. That was just the way it was. The government, the church, parenting, mm-hmm. it was all very different, very repressed, and very. Um, oppressive mm-hmm. for queer people.
0: And I think, Colin, this is what is done so well. It doesn't feed into misery too much, even though you could have gone that direction. It was misery, best time ever of your life. And how actually that came from a lot of the hard parts. And that's why I call it emotional roller coaster because I'm like Oh my god, that scene, and the next thing you're all you're partying in San Francisco,
2: you know, and it's just gonna be what's that like? Um, a choice, so like obviously, yeah, the, the story there's some kind of lighter moments, and then there's some kind of heavier, darker moments of the story, and that so what I had to do is I, I, I couldn't just pick one or the other, and I had to marry them somehow or you know, navigate that somehow. So, what I did is come up with a kind of concept. So, the concept of the film was um, Veda appears as a guest on a TV chat show um, and the host is quite sceptical. Mm-hmm. The, the The title of the film is Pregnant with a Drag Queen. So that kind of sounds like one of those salacious, mm-hmm. um, you know, titles that would be on maybe Ricky Lake or Mary or one of those kind of 90s uh, American chat shows. So that was kind of the, the concept. And then from that kind of built, I guess, uh, a device that we could kind of go in and out of, humorous bits to kind of heavier parts of the story quite seamlessly mm-hmm. without a feeling kind of clunky or weird. Um, and it, yeah, I wanted I want people to come away with this feeling kind of, it, it, it's a celebration of drag queens, celebration of the uh, pause community, and it's an inspiring story as well. So you don't want to leave people feeling you want to inform them and you want to kind of educate them, but you don't want them coming away from a feeling of oh God and mm-hmm. a little bit kind of down after that, because it's, it's celebration, you know, you, 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 despite everything you've been through, you've, you've, you've come, come through all this journey that's led you to HIV activism, which has giving you so much, you say in the film, it's given you so much pleasure. Uh so yeah, it was definitely navigating that and making sure that we kind of had to go between the light and the dark and mm-hmm. pick those moments and yeah, try and deliver it in a way that was kind of cohesive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
0: Can I ask? I have a question for both of you. Um, what was the trickiest scene to shoot or to come up with the concept? And for you, Adrian, what was the trickiest scene to be Vader in?
2: Okay, do Spencer. Um, the trickiest one. I, th- I think it's because we had such a great cast and great crew of people. It all kind of came together quite naturally. Like th- I'd say maybe the, the, the toughest one was where Jacinta, um, who plays Veda's uh, mother, um, just trying to get the tone of that right and mm-hmm. make sure that felt real and, yeah, represented that moment properly. Um, so I suppose that was where we were being the most sensitive Um so I'd say that one and, and Adrian was in one of those scenes in the in the car. I would say too the those
3: particular scenes uh, which sent uh I think what I found difficult with any CS goes was because I am playing Veda, like they're a real person, they're alive and <laughs> they're also one of my heroes. So like you don't want to I don't know, it's you just I suppose you you kind of just have to to try do it, and I think like we did do a good job um, portraying those scenes, but uh, they were tricky, and I suppose because they were sensitive. But I think a lot of um, queer people can kind of relate to those scenes in general, you know, like this whole idea of like parent dynamics and mm-hmm.
1: yeah. So yeah. tricky, but it was great. Uh, they are great scenes and really emotional. And today, for the first time, um, I felt emotional about watching the film. I've only I've really limited how much I've watched it and I didn't feel emotional. And maybe that was hard for Colin to process, too. I don't know. Um, but I, I just had a logical, critical activist yes. eye on everything. Um, and today watching you guys, I watched it, I think, more with like uh, with my walls down um, a an, an knowledge that everyone's going to get to see it now. And it's done. The die is cast. And it took me on a total emotional journey. I was trying to hold it together for a lot of those scenes because, because you did both of you such a great job and because they are hard, it is sad, but they're totally fair. And that, you know, and there's a lot of love in them.
2: You yeah. Know? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 That's true.
0: Um I think it's as relevant today as it was in yeah, the 80s. likely for so many people. I think everyone can, pick something out of it and make it relevant to them. So you kind of pluck at everyone's heartstrings as well as show what's possible. Because for me, everyone's been down. Like in the podcast, we get people who probably have mental health issues or even eating disorders or whatever it is. They come to us and they were like, it's so good to see how you can come out on the other side. And I think that's what this movie is, is resilience. It's not only resilience, it's brilliance. It's uh, beautiful. It's so many important stories in this really camp, fun way. But you just don't hide away from the hard elements of growing up queer. You really, really don't. Um, yeah, it's just like a like spectacle, to be honest with you. I, I've never seen anything quite like it. And this podcast might seem a little bit over all over the place because we've just seen it with that much structure to this. But I think, in a way, the 22 minutes is quite like that as well, isn't it? Like it, it can go from highs to lows
2: and bring you on a journey. It's just really incredible. Yeah, keeps surprising you, I think. That was, yes. and, and the child, there is a challenge of trying to squeeze in somebody's life story and work into 22 minutes mm-hmm. um and i think it was going to be shorter when we began this kind of uh yeah this collaboration but um yeah yeah it is a roll like a roller coaster is probably the best way to describe it and i don't think anyone's ever going to feel bored watching this no i think they might want to return and watch it again because yeah. there's we, we kind of cram a lot in there but there's important messages throughout and i think there's different people who watch it will take different things from it and um, hopefully Um, and yeah, like again, for me, the the HIV journey was a learning process for me. So I think when people watch this, they'll learn about it too. Um, as well as yeah, being able to, you know, connect with other Mm. people's stories and, and, and maybe they see something within themselves. There might be a comfort in that and an inspiring other uh, aspect to that as well. So and I was thinking about the teenagers in Russia and
1: the children in Russia and in uh, and other countries like that, but where young parents are trying to raise young kids right now in a much more hostile environment than 1980s Dublin. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think the, the film's super important I'm mm-hmm. way too. But we've had the thorns. Let's have the roses from all three of you what is your favorite scene for yourself to be in or favorite scene, favorite thing? We'll start with you again, Adrian. Um,
3: I think my favorite, my favorite scene to, to do was the, the breakout one. Um, <laughs> that was just so much fun uh, all around. Um, and then I think uh, watching it, uh, one of my other favorite scenes would be just you and Pixie on the stage during the talk show. I
1: really like that. Oh, me too. Pixie's so great in it. And we talked about that too um, before, about how we get to that HIV moment and I'm telling that HIV story and Pixie just turns the whole story on the <laughs> dime. Pixie yeah. enters and it goes from being serious and kind of sad to being really fun. And the way she dismisses my yeah. story is brilliant because it really represents in a very subtle way how far i've come and how far even we as a group or a community have come mm-hmm. where everything doesn't have to be bad tears and you know yeah. everything hiv related is doesn't have to be negative you know um, and i love that i love that switch and i love her in it too so good choice i love you in drag with <laughs> again, yes. and gorgeous in drag. Mm-hmm.
0: oh can I be such indulgent Yes, do it all. Me as Pantyama. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, that was, a, that was a great scene. Just a film, um, I know you said that there's 11 pos people being the actors, but actually when you watch it, there's a lot more. Because Pride of oh, 2023, yeah. um, I completely forgot that you were there with the camera guy, kind of, to be honest with you, because Pride was just so crazy. Do you know, we were kind of hosting all uh, the Paz Vibe tribe and all our friends and the allies. And we were just so much in just getting everyone together, keeping the energy up and just feeding off the energy that you forgot that there's this big camera in your face and just seeing it come alive as well with your monologue in the background, I almost caught my breath. It was just so incredible to see, especially we, we talk about it in terms of the evolution of conversations and visibility around HIV in Ireland, just to see that that's going to be in the lighthouse, that's going to be on Virgin Media, that's going hopefully going to go around the world. It's just... Mind-blowing. And even from how to tell a secret to this. Because how to tell a secret at the end, you know, you have people in Temple Bar talking about their stories. But what you have in this is pure and utter celebration, pure and utter
2: joy. Yeah, I think for me, I the pleasure of working with Mr. Pussy, I think. Love it. Royal, royalty. Um, she had you eating out
1: of her. <laughs> out of her pussy. Oh. <laughs>
2: she yeah. really did. I was living for it yeah um yeah like a pro um i just and also had footage of the old mr pussy's uh cafe which we were like dying to get our hands on we didn't know if any existed and um she plucked it out of the library um so yeah that that scene on and um, with adrian i think was probably because it was different every time yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, um but uh yeah it was just and also in the disabled toilets of the george which we made look like a, a million dollars as well Um our director of our cinematographer andrew cummins um worked his magic there so for me that was a moment where i just had a big smile on my face and it's like this is great because we're kind of near the end of it then as well so yeah and for me
1: it's like the it's sophie's choice i couldn't pick a scene you know <laughs> because there's it's all so personal but I'm going to go with, um, how special it was to see Steve Lady on screen in all of her glory, you know, now that she's no longer with us and she meant so much to me and really changed my life. And those were the days before the internet and social media and all that stuff. So there isn't much evidence, real evidence of that amazing talent in the world. And certainly, um, it isn't shared enough. (laughs) So to know that there's this whole new queer audience that are going to get to know in some level that in San Francisco in the mid 90s, there was this flawless queen who was a total groundbreaking, you know, fashionista who, um, yeah, really made her mark. Mm -hmm. And sadly, you know, she burned bright and she burned out. Yeah, it's a beautiful tribute and the legacy lives on right here she is you know yeah. deep lady to lady veda the house of lady lives on right lady adrian <laughs> lady AD over lady there lady adie that's it Aidy. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Aidy, Lady Brady and...
0: Um, I'm me. I'm <laughs> sorry, Vida. Um, yeah, Vida and Veda. Yeah, no, it just shows the importance of queer archives as well. And I think what you do beautifully is actually yeah. this footage that I'd never thought I'd even see of the queer community back then. So, yeah, it's really, it's just really beautiful to see.
2: Yeah, that was a job in itself, trying to find all that stuff, trying to find yeah footage of steve lady um trying to find yeah digging through rt archives mm-hmm. try to find all that stuff um but yeah i'm glad we kind of unearthed earth this and there was a film with steve lady and um um a few years ago uh which just went disappeared i couldn't find it anywhere on the internet so at the last kind of minute we found something mm-hmm. or something was uh given to us so thanks to that person well mm-hmm. yeah steve lady what well, an amazing amazing mm-hmm. queen Wow. Mm-hmm. now so I suppose the last question we've probably wrapped this up let's right? wrap
1: it up it's a wrap as we say what, in the movie business what do you want to see from
0: this movie Colin and what real message do you want people to get from this movie or what do you think will come from it
2: um, well I'm just hoping as many people can watch it There's, it's going to be on television which is great so not only is it going to be in cinema and film festivals um, it's going to be on TV so anyone can watch it mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that, yeah, that budding drag queen or that person that might be having problems at home, um, any of those kind of issues or or sensitive subjects we touch on, maybe they'll watch that and they'll feel some sort of inspiration come from it Mm -hmm. Um, because it is a story of resilience, but it's an inspiring one as well. So yeah, that's what I'm hoping that someone at home might watch it and take something away from it. Yeah. Beautiful.
1: Well, There's one very strong and clear image that comes out of the film, and that is that I have beautiful teeth. (laughs) You do. So to me, I think that's important that everybody knows that, um, (laughs) that this film will open up like avenues to me earning extra coins for Botox. (laughs) We create these teeth when they fall out in a few years' time. But um, more serious note, I think um, community, tribe, it always just comes back to that for me. The people who stepped in to play these parts in this film are people I love dearly, are people who I consider to be my friends, some from our Paws vibe tribe, some from my drag family, drag house, um, And to see them all together on screen coming together for me in this way and how brilliant they are, how each one shines in their own way. I think um, personally, I find that very moving and I guess I've mentioned it already, but I just feel like something that is so all about me in some other way, isn't about me at all. (laughs) It's about us. And I love that. That you comes across so beautifully. Agent, I'm gonna
0: give the last word to you. Um is there a future of drag for you? Who knows?
3: Who knows? Um Well she got the perm. <laughs> I'm gonna,
0: I'm gonna, <laughs> that's
3: how I'm not, I not gonna dolls yeah. <laughs> should be dolls. <laughs> um I think I've got some pretty stiff competitions. I don't know, but I can definitely well, enjoy I
1: I and I'm maintaining a semi <laughs> Yeah In Dublin 8 semi perm Some uh, yeah. detached <laughs> And a semi perm
3: um, But yeah I think I think For the moment I'll just enjoy
0: drag From um, Behind it, okay. yeah. So you're thinking About being pregnant With a drag queen Excellent <laughs> OK, well, listen, Colin, where can people
2: watch this? When's it going to be on Virgin Media? Yeah, it's going to be on Virgin Media yeah, on Tuesday. I need to check that. 27? The 27th? 20- I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Tuesday the 27th. Yeah, 11pm on Virgin Media 1. So do tune in there, yeah. And, and head it'll be on B on iPlayer then afterwards for everyone to watch whenever you're... Uh, whenever you're free to watch. On yeah. the player, player. Exactly, exactly. OK, well, thanks so much for listening, everyone.
0: And to listen, before we go... Um we have an exciting season ahead of us we won't give too much away but we're taking a little bit of a different tact we're going to stick to our traditional style but we're going to think of something new so uh, prepare your ears because they're going to be in for a very
1: informative and uh, energizing season prepare your ears and prepare your rears yeah <laughs> <laughs> so we are gonna fuck you up uh, thank you for listening i love you remember stay powerful and stay positive Ciao. If you enjoyed this week's
3: episode, help us spread the word by leaving five stars and a positive review wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to follow Pause Vibe Podcast on Instagram and Twitter, too. Until next week, stay
1: positive
3: and stay powerful. Pause power. Stop the stigma. zig zig Ah.